0: Welcome to another episode of the Bit Effect. With me today to discuss Yakuza Zero is going to be Luke. Hello, Mike. Hello, and Craig. Konnichiwa! Oh, Craig is the resident Weeaboo now, so do bear with him. Um. In case you didn't know, uh, maybe you've been living under a rock, maybe you only have an Xbox. But uh, Yakuza 0 was released in March of 2015 in Japan, and a lot of importers got it, but can't really understand it. So the rest of us had to wait until the worldwide release in January of 2017. And wow, that already feels like a long time ago. It is the latest in the Yakuza series, which has spanned multiple generations since the PS2. And it is a bit of a prequel coming right before the events of the first Yakuza game. So, gentlemen, let's start with Craig. What is your experience with Yakuza?
1: I have had no experience with Yakuza until this one, which has been the ideal one to have my first experience with, because it's timeline-wise the first one. So now, when Kiwami comes out later in the year, or has come out already, dependent on when this is released. I'll be able to get into that as well.
0: Mike! <laughs> oh. I think you have a bit of a rich history with Yakuza.
2: What do you um, got? A little, a little. Um, I started back on the PlayStation 2 with the first game. Uh, I moved on from there to the second, but didn't play it too much. played a hell of a lot of 3, moved on to 4, played a bit of Dead Souls, and I actually completed that. And then, yeah, I, I even got sucker-punched with buying Yakuza 5 for 25 quid until it got released on PS Plus just a short while later. Um, and yeah, this is my possibly seventh Yakuza game. Maybe eighth. Oh, I played the PSP one as well. Uh, I think I had a name like Panther, something like that. But Yeah, yeah like
0: Black Panther. Well, no, Black Panther would be very different.
2: Hmm. Mm. <laughs> sounds sexy. So, uh, look, a lot of time.
3: Yeah, so I, I've played the, I think it was Yakuza 3 or 4, it came out on PlayStation Plus on the PlayStation 3 and I played about an hour of it and then, uh, yeah, that was about it I don't know why I just wasn't in the mood for a big long game like that but uh, Mike was saying he was really enjoying Yakuza 0 and here I am, I played it <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: Personally, I, I played the first Yakuza and uh, like my like bits of Yakuza 2 But I don't remember any of it. I remember there's a main character that's about it. So, gentlemen, you've just booted up the game. What are your first thoughts?
2: This is very similar to Yakuza 5 in terms of its graphics. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's it's, Uh, it's
1: nice. I'm loving the neon. Yeah, I
2: I mean, uh, Yakuza's gone through transitions over the ages. Starting off in the first game, you even had like weird kind of isometric third-person views popping in from time to time. Um, by the time you got to 3, there was a big overhaul to it, and it felt like a a lot more expansive. But then as you move through, like, 4 and 5, they sort of brought even fresher engines to the series. And this is ultimately the best version of the last-gen experience. I mean, until we see Yakuza 6 appear later on, um, we're not going to see that massive sort of... well odd to say this is next gen when we're currently in that gen, but that next gen experience is still yet to come for Yakuza so this is about as polished as we're likely to get. But uh, first impressions a very quick start in Yakuza game considering how long and drawn out the stories can be in these games but I'll explain that a bit later when we discuss the story.
1: Yeah. I, I went into this with a pinch of salt to be honest because I didn't know what to expect from uh an eastern rpg and i was a wee bit like am i gonna like this am i not gonna like this is it gonna be mad and then i think at some point in the first 15 minutes you figured out that to save the game you have to go to a payphone and in the 80s that's exactly how you would save a game if games were real life and you had to use a payphone <laughs> but anyway from that point onwards i knew what i was trying to say there from that point onwards i thought that's a lovely wee touch. I like that. And it just really warmed to it really quickly. It was just really nice, fast paced. And, you know, people randomly jumping you on the streets is always fun. So I just immediately, immediately kind of clicked with it.
3: As a big fan of Shemu, I could quickly see the comparisons. And I remember when ChemU came out and first played it, thinking, God, whoa, well, games, they're going in such a weird direction. There was so much detail. And now, yakuza 0 that's my first experience of that world that team 10 20 years later so it was really cool there's so much detail and that was the first thing that was i was drawn into is this world is so rich there's so much around and it seemed like you can interact interact with just about everything so yeah it was it was quite almost daunting to think how big this game was going to be i mean i've heard the yakuza games can be quite long so i wasn't sure what to expect but um yeah it was it was really good to jump in
0: now now it, it's interesting you see what you said mike about the the way it's not a proper next-gen title and you're absolutely right but i gotta say like the character models struck me as really good like some of the characters i mean you have your main characters and then just your jobber characters that jump you on the street but the main characters like kuze and Iwano, their faces look really good i mean in a non-attractive way, just in a, in a mo- modeled way. Um, same with um, uh, Kiru and Majima; they look really great. And so I, I'm very excited to actually see what they do on a PS4 from the ground up. And, um, but yeah, the first thing that struck me was, whoo, boy, this looks nice."
2: I'm not sure if you need this technical piece of information here, but I'll I'll throw it to you anyway. Um, it, so this is this was actually a multi-platform release. It was released on the PS3 and the PS4 over in Japan. Um, we only got the PS4 version. However, the, the game features the game features very little in the way of actual video, because they actually use multiple engines through the game to actually switch, switch the engine over when you go into a cutscene, which gives you a more refined version of, of, of the actual game engine itself, which is a really odd odd thing so what you're actually seeing in some of the bits when it switches to cutscenes isn't actually video it's all rendered on the system which is a you know it, it blew my mind but they've been doing this since since like yakuza 3 i think it was and they they really do like the ps3 especially if, if you imagine that's that's being used here And besides a little tiny bit of sort of screen tearing very occasionally it you know it, it works it works very odd
0: it seems like a great middle ground between doing in-engine cutscenes and then taking the time and the money to do the great CG-looking cutscenes. That's a nice middle ground where they landed. So a, a couple things about Yakuza, if, if you haven't played it and you're just listening because you're interested. Th- it differs from Western open-world games in the fact that these worlds are not very big. The um, I would say it's, what, guys? Probably like a quarter, maybe, of the size of Skyrim. I mean, it, it's a oh. fairly small
1: Area. It's. T- I wouldn't even go. I would probably say it's like a sixteenth of the size of Skyrim or something. You can run across it in three or four minutes tops, yeah, if you avoid point. being jumped by people. It's totally t- Whereas Skyrim, you could be walking for days if you don't fast travel. That's
0: all you'll be doing is walking for days.
1: You'll just be walking, <laughs> trying to clip up hills
0: <laughs> and, and feel
1: miserable. Um, um. No, it was tiny because you jump in and it was like I. I seen it and I thought. I know this is a quite a long game. It's a beefy game, and there's a lot of content in there. And when you look at the map, you think, "Oh my, it's tiny." It's act. There's a few main streets and side streets and whatever on the map, but it's it's teeny tiny. But
3: for being tiny, they they manage to cram in so much. I mean, there's so much things within oh, yeah. the environment that are you you can interact with. You can talk to NPCs. There's normally. Mm-hmm characters that you can fight with if you choose to or run away with so uh, for me that gave me like a really good impression of what i think tokyo would be like um you know definitely it was hustle and bustle yeah yeah with with
1: everyone packed in and i thought it was really nice rather than spread out your npcs among a, a bigger map it was it was great
0: and one of the bonus features is it once you start getting into the meat of the game, towards the middle and even towards the end, you start to know where these streets are and, and where the it's like, oh, that's the park by the bowling alley. I know exactly where that is. I never really felt lost as long as you paid attention to street names. And I think I think that adds to it more than say like the Witcher 3 just giant open world. I kind of like that densely packed thing. Now there are two cities as well. So I mean it's it's yeah a gamble it. on how big it is.
2: Kamaroko and Sotunburi are both actually places which have been in in quite a lot of the other games like I think Yakuza 4 and 5 have already featured these alongside this is this is scaled down towards what Yakuza's been building towards because Yakuza 5 I think there's something like four quite expansive massive places to go around I mean three as it's you know the uh the orphanage along with another place which is like a beachside sort of resort place there's, there's there's a lot to choose from, and I think it's just because this is going back to being a kind of prologue game that they've stripped it down a lot compared to where the series seemed to be heading from at, at about Yakuza Five. Which do you prefer? Um, I do like when they strip it down. I mean, Yakuza Three it has one place which is close to the orphanage, and that always sticks in my head, and it's never been used again in any other Yakuza game. Mm. But it's my favourite location. It's just a really sort of sort of like just a middle of Japan sort of place. Which is which is all sun-drenched. There's like a you know a little market along the front near a beach and stuff. And it's it's got little train lines going over it. It's, it's got real character to it. You know, kind of a lot more like the Shenmue, um, map the first Shenmue games map. But you know, I f- I think they chose two good ones here. It's just so boring. I think I was getting a little bit bored of that from traipsing around it so much in the last game. But Kamaroko itself, you know, it's become iconic over the games. I think it's been featured in. Pretty much every one by now, including probably the majority of spinoffs. I mean, was, I think it's only you, Dave, who's had experience with the um, you know, the throwback games, the ones ones based in the past. But do they even feature uh, Kamuroko in some uh, sort of form?
0: Um, yes. Now, now take what I say with a grain of salt because I can't read kanji, hmm. so I'm not sure exactly. But the layout is very familiar. In I believe it's called is I think it's it's Goryoko Isen, I think? Yeah. Or, uh, I R- can't Ryu Gogo Go G- G- To? Or something like that, I think this Ryu Gogo... Yeah, Gotoko I believe. It's the one that's <laughs> set in medieval Japan. Hmm. And I've, I've played a chunk of it, but again, I, I don't... I can't see what's going on with the story or anything.
2: Fair enough. Fair enough. That's okay.
0: So, since this is a Yakuza game, you don't have just one main character. You switch between both characters... Uh, one being Kiro and one being Majima, and one is kind of what you would think of as a regular mobster kind of guy trying to work his way up in the ranks, and the other one is a bit of a mystery. If you've played older games, you're not quite sure what's going on, but otherwise, he looks just like a business owner. So, is there? How do you guys feel about the protagonists here? Do you have a favorite? Um, I
1: like them. I like. I don't. I don't particularly have a favorite. I it first. Um, I was very much oh Majima because he's a madman and he's just he's, he he'd run about with a baseball bat that's really great i really like him cuz he's not your typical protagonist but kiryu's story's are a bit more what's the word it's a bit more of a meaty story there's a bit more gripping thriller to it and i think on that front i'm i'm preferred kiryu with for his story but majima for his uh, fighting style slugger in particular it was just fantastic
3: I would have to say I'm a Majima man all the way. Uh Kiryu was a little bit too, I don't know, too, too like typical Japanese protagonist maybe. He like dramatic. He, he, yeah, he just he didn't seem to have any like weaknesses or anything. Well, Majima there was there was something going on underneath his character. You know, you could tell there was something something there that was holding him back, but at the same time he was a madman and he would do anything. To get what he wanted, um, and his fighting styles were more my scene than uh, Kiru's. But Kiru's a really good character as well.
0: See, I'll, I'll disagree with you on Kiru just because I, I I think the one weakness Kiru has is his inability to trust his friends. Like yeah. he's always trying to ditch his friends because he doesn't want to get them in trouble, and yeah. that gets him into more trouble.
2: Yeah, I I thought they. I just felt like it was like the uh, Sonic and Knuckles, to be honest. You know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you get used to Majima over the games, and by by this point, you're surprised. You know, apart from a few appearances here and there, he hasn't he hasn't really been much of a playable character. So, to, so to see him appear and have such a mystifying story, it's like, you know, I've I've played all these games, I've gone through them, and and none of this really ever seemed fully alluded to. You know, I, I heard about the you know, the, the killings of his friend going in with a gun and shooting like 18 of a of A Yakuza. gun
0: in his He's... mouth.
2: Yeah. There's Seiji. Sagey... Like a boss. I can't remember his name mm-hmm. fully. But yeah, he... Um, and I've seen all that play back in, in it's glory and stuff. But but yeah, getting to play as him and, and finding that he doesn't have as obvious a back. Background than you would have expected from the other games. That was that was quite a surprise. So uh, Kiryu, you know, you you feel like you're just there to to fill in a little bit of the backstory, but for Majima, it's a it's a pleasure to get him get him on the screen and get get some time with him.
0: Now, uh, I guess now would be as good a time as any, and I said now twice, but let me take that again. <clears throat> now would be as good no. a time as any to warn you of two things. Number one, we're probably going to spoil the crap out of this game. And number two, there will be a lot of Japanese names thrown around. If you're wary of that kind of thing, it's not too bad in the game because they do a very good job of like flashing somebody's face when they say their name. And so you very quickly match up the name with the face. So I'm sorry if there's names thrown around and you don't follow who's who. Stuff like that. So
3: if we're going to spoil it, should we give maybe a brief spoiler-free... What we think of the game, and then let people turn tune out if That's they want to. An
0: excellent idea. Who cool. wants to yeah.
1: start? How brief? <laughs> two,
0: two words. All right, everybody. Everybody's got to say just well, however long you need to say it. Just Knock it out. Okay,
1: right. I'll go first. Then first time, Yakuza game for me. I was a bit wary going into it. I didn't know what to expect, and I ended up absolutely loving it. Couldn't wanted to leave work to go home to play it, and it's not often that you want to do that way. Game, I absolutely loved it, and I would recommend if no one's played any of them, maybe just jump in and start it. See, see what, see what you think, because it was it was great, and it's not as daunting as what you think it might be.
2: This this is a huge Yakuza game. Uh, don't be fooled by by the fact that it's got a less less cities than usual. Um, it's part of a slowing down of yakuza by the looks of it it looks like looking at just uh how long to beat you know we've seen we've gone from the 20 hours of the first yakuza game up to about 90 95 hours for yakuza 5 and it seems like we're working our way down where i've actually checked online to find out that yakuza 6 is going to be only roughly about 30 to 35 hours long for completionists so this is a this is a nice middle ground and it's 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 where the the game's getting a bit smaller to just about manageable. I mean, it took me sixty six hours to complete the game, but even with that in mind, it's it's a lot more manageable than than trying to tackle something like Yakuza five. So yeah, I'd say go go ahead with it because this yeah, as as a, an, an introduction to the whole se- the series as a whole, and seeing a you know revamps of of games coming in the future, I think this is the perfect jumping on point.
3: Um. Yeah, i follow suit with the rest of the guys. Um, I was a little bit more reserved about picking up this game just because I've played a lot of RPGs in quick succession and I didn't really want a long game to play next. But whilst long, this game is very, very good. The The fighting mechanics are, are really good. It keeps you coming back. There's There's so many different methods to use as well that there's always something different to do throughout the city, throughout the story, throughout the combat. The one thing I would say is that if you want to play a Yakuza game, this is a really good one to jump in on. But there is a lot of cutscenes and I would say maybe a third of the game is spent watching, which is absolutely fine. Just a heads up in case you're not into that sort of thing. I left the game thinking I'm going to pick up the next one and I thoroughly enjoyed my time with it.
0: Uh, it- just, just a little note: We're not talking Metal Gear Solid four levels of cutscenes, <laughs> just in case you were wondering. <laughs> that's the no, no. game you got to get popcorn for. No. Um, so, so this is for all intents and purposes, this is kind of like might as well be my first Yakuza game because, like I said, I don't remember anything of, of the first two. This game is amazing, not just because it's a really cool like look at a culture in nineteen eighties as much as a video game can be accurate. Like, it's very cool to experience other culture and time. This is what Shenmue wanted to be. And it's almost fully realized. Every complaint I have is something that is so small and doesn't really matter. And it's not very often that you can say, play a game. Even if you don't like the combat systems, even if you hate all the little mini games, play it for the story. Because the story is really good. Like, Sopranos level good. Yeah. So, I say go buy the game. Play it, come back, listen to this. If not, then just, you know, turn it off now, because you're going to get it spoiled.
1: I can't believe everyone dies. Everyone! <laughs>
0: Dumbledore, Spike, everybody just dies. <laughs> Alright, so, uh, if you stayed with us and you're a Bit effective Gold Club member, then I, you should know, we don't really need to go into a premise, but just in case you're listening to this, because you're still curious, the game starts with Kitu's shaking down somebody for money, beats the crap out of him, takes his money. Later you find out that that person is dead. Now it wasn't Kiru that killed him. Somebody's setting him up for it to get a plot of land. And the story basically revolves around that plot of land and what people are trying to do to get a hold of it so they can have a monopoly on real estate. That's really the the highest level I can give you without going into you know major plot points. So let's let's quickly discuss the story, guys. I mean what did you guys think?
2: Very rapid paced out the gate. I mean you just explained that about the, the empty lot just then. But but the thing is he gets framed for a murder off the back of this and straight away it's uh, you know, what are you gonna do to resolve this? How are you gonna make peace with people? Who are you gonna speak to? You're all over the place and you're like you're getting people thrown at you all of a sudden and you're thinking, Could it be that guy who set me up? Um, and it, it's quite deceptive really because I mean o- over time it becomes that it is a bit more slow paced as you get into it but but initially you just you've thrown everywhere, way you know And when you get introduced to Majima just after that of course you, there's even more uh, complete bewilderness of what's happening yeah, in the story. Yeah I, I
0: remember constantly trying to figure out okay how are these two linked up okay how are they going to work together yeah, yeah that drove me nuts for the longest time mm. I,
1: I just I remember when the realization hit about how the two stories intertwined and I remember texting you going, oh my god <laughs> and I was like, oh it was such a kind of, it was such a moment it really really was fantastic beautifully written stories perfectly entwined magical Oh, it was fantastic. Uh, the story was just I, I think it was killer. great
0: how they set up all these mysteries, just one after another, after another, without really giving you any resolution. I was scared, like, ah, oh, are they not really going to resolve this? But no, once you start getting towards the end, everything gets just bam, 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 bam. They start yep. just tying all those loose ends together. And it's like, you know, it's like watching the last season of Lost. It, your mind just at the back of your head. Except this time it's good, With Lost, it's bad.
1: yeah <laughs> See, the, the the same feeling I got was the, the same feeling I got the first time I ever watched The Usual Suspects right there. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: when, when he walks out of the police station and straightens up, I was like, oh my god.
0: So yes, this is that a was, Kaiser Soze a, game.
3: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I think I've said it before, but I think the worst part of a game for me is an introduction. It doesn't matter how good the introduction is. I'm always like, oh god, I really can't be asked for that. I don't want to learn the mechanics. I just want to get into the good bit. So having to do that twice... With uh Kiru then Majima was it was enough to break me. But it was really worth it. And uh the, the game does this really wonderful thing where you'll get to it's not always a cliffhanger, but you'll get to a specific moment in one character's uh oh, it's the worst. ongoing and then it'll switch to chapter the next chapter and it'll dun, be the dun, 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 yeah, dun, dun. back to Majima or back to Kiru, and you're like, No 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 that everything's going really quickly over here with Majima. Let's not go back to Kiru's sleeping in a I don't know wherever he's sleeping, uh. So, I don't know if that's something to enjoy or not to enjoy. But it made me want to go through the game quicker, which is a good thing, I think. You know, there mm-hmm. there was one bit in particular where um. Kiru and Nishki, who is his best mate, have like a bit of a falling out, and then it just flips over to Majima. I'm Like, no, no, what happened to Nishki? What happened? Wait, Let's go back. Wait, again. wait, I'm sorry.
0: You call a gun to the head a bit of a falling mm. out, man. Mm. You Scottish are hardcore. <laughs>
3: yeah, they had a wee tap. Yeah, they did. That was just a standard Saturday <laughs> night. <laughs>
0: But yeah, they they do a great job of every time they switch from one character to another. You want to hold on to that other character just a little bit longer. Like, oh, come, on, mm-hmm. come on, just just one more cutscene.
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, you know, Mad Jim as a psychopath, so leaving him with a girl and a knife in his pocket, sort of like, yeah. how how, can <laughs> this, how is this game not over already at the first hurdle? <laughs> which, which which by the way,
0: guys. So, uh, curious here, what did you guys think
2: of? Uh, Makoto, really well. Makoto Makamura, really, really well acted. Really, uh, brilliant, yeah. brilliant appearance and a, a good, good appearance of. I don't know. Is it pseudo disabled because it's like a temporary blindness, isn't it? That she has. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, a, yeah. A, it's uh, like traumatic kind of. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, that
0: that was the thing when I first saw her. I'm like, oh no, they're giving you the blind girl. They're gonna want you to feel sorry for her and all the and, and but know. you know what. They really did a very good job of, with her of actually making you care about her.
3: Shall we? Yeah. Shall we wind it back distinct. a bit and like give a little bit of context for anybody that's not played? So, uh, Majima is you. You join his his world where he's running a is it a cabriolet club where it's a like cabaret, a, yeah, yeah, like a, a cabriolet. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's running a gentleman's club, and you find out that he's basically he's in the bad books and whatever yakuza clan that he's a member of and his way in the <laughs> his way back into <laughs> ya- the yakuza is what he wants to achieve and the way to do that is for him is to make money and he eventually gets offered a contract to uh, murder Makoto is that have I said it right Makoto yeah yeah it's Makoto. Um, and if he accepts the job and does the job then he'll get his position back in the clan so when I got assigned this task, I was like, yes, I'm going to do it. I'm, you know, the guy's, he doesn't want to do this. I love Majima. I want to see him back in the Yakuza. I want to see him go full mental because he's on the brisk of it at the moment, but he's on a leash. And then you turn up. Not
0: to, to... mention they lie about it and say he's running a prostitution ring and he's <laughs> yeah. a smart yeah. dealer and all that.
3: Yeah, so you get this context of this character, Makita, being like really horrible. And you turn up and it's a little blind. 20 something girl and it just flipped it completely on its head for me i'm like you know i went into that building thinking i'm gonna murk this person to find out that (laughs) oh my god i feel sorry for her really quickly it was yeah it was great
0: uh which by the way that scene uh the yakuza does a great job of making scenes really tense and not too many games actually do that. I mean, don't make it tense with a monster, or you know, maybe the bridge is crumbling under your feet. This makes it very dramatically tense. You honestly have no idea which way you it's going to go, and you're scared it's going to go a certain way because big spoiler: yakuza has got no problem killing people.
1: <laughs> None whatsoever. It's a it's a thriller though. It's what like. It's a proper full on thriller. And it's a long time since I've played a game that just was as thrilling as this. And it is that cinematic drive for story and the kind of... What's going to happen next?
3: What's going to happen next?
1: Well, we know now. Everyone dies. Yeah, obviously,
0: everyone dies. Um, So we talked yeah. about the protagonist. What do you guys think? Uh, do you think the villains are as strong as the heroes in this? Even though the heroes aren't really heroes and the villains aren't really villains? You know what I mean.
1: I think the villains are fantastic. Um, I have <laughs> my note... <laughs> Dojima looks like a Japanese Craig Charles. I don't know <laughs> at what point I wrote that or how much I had to drink. Um, no, they're all really well acted and you've got your psychotic bad guy and you've got your sleazy, what's his face with the hair? Oh, a wano? Um, mm. Yeah, a wano with his weirdo hair and stuff like that. They're very well written and they've each get their own. One of them's a maniac, one of them bribes and you know, like, what's that word? Not, you know, like you... What, what was his speciality? Awano's oh, speciality? He was he was, uh... he was like a
2: mega tough guy in, in the past, but he's sort of like become weak over time. But it, he, he's actually a, yeah, an he actor seemed... I was familiar with before playing this game, because each each Yakuza game seems to be sporting, you know, one big sort of actor from quite a lot of sort of Yakuza movies in Japan. And this guy's actually, a, mm-hmm. it, it's called Riki Takeuchi. He's actually from um, uh mm. Dead or Alive movies, which were quite popular back in the nineties, and a uh, uh, Battle Royale 2, oddly enough, which I'm not sure anyone's I seen. seen two. But yeah, yeah he's, yeah, he's I've quite seen a well known guy, so it was, it was amazing to see him in this. In fact, I was quite hyped coming into this game to just see him. But all the other mm. cast, they're they're all amazing. To be honest, you know, Kuzo uh, Coo- especially. He's like Kuzo. Yeah. He- I think the, the odd thing about Yakuza games, unlike Grand Theft Auto, is sort of like they're sympathetic Yakuza characters for the most part with the odd bit of mega violence. And and some somehow they, they like they get a good read on it to make it into a sort of like a, a nice story that rolls off without getting too too violent, but at the same time sort of capturing the whole atmosphere that you'd want from that sort of thing. It's a bit of an yeah. bit of an odd odd thing, you know. And uh, a Yakuza I, romance story most are. of the time. But... <laughs> I, I, I don't... I've
0: never been in a Yakuza gang. Uh, never been in a Triad or the Mafia. You should, or the you should try it, Dave. That's good. Alright, I'll, I'll make sure I get a koi tattooed on my back. But, um... <laughs> I, I don't know if this is something or if it's kind of like the Godfather's version of the Mafia. But I like how there are rules. Like, you don't mess with civilians. Uh, I like mm-hmm. that they, they give them almost a... a honorable code but they're still the most low down dirty people you've ever seen mm-hmm. like uh especially what was yeah. uh, the guy with the glasses shibasawa was that his name yeah yeah, I yeah. remember ah, yeah. oh, that guy that guy was my dark horse man i was like that guy's gonna do something and it's gonna be really yeah. cool but yeah um i think the, i don't think that majima necessarily has a good antagonist other than the what is his name the guy
2: who was constantly checking up on him. I can't remember his name,
0: but Oh, Sagawa. Oh yeah, yeah. Him. Sagawa. Oh, him. Now, see, I loved that. <gasps> I loved that guy. That guy, his oh, <sighs> that smarmy smile on no, his face. Just,
1: I just wanted to reach into my TV and punch <laughs> him, but I couldn't because he can't. Because he was your superior.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, he got his come and though. <laughs> In fact, now, see, for I a, was the sad when he got moment, his come yeah, yeah, I quite like that. For character. the briefest moment. Oh no! Oh, he doesn't. Yeah, it's a guy
0: who has a really nasty dog on a leash, and he knows he's got a really nasty dog on a leash. He's just—it's
3: cool Mm -hmm. with it. Yeah, he's got a bit of a facade to him. He—he, you think he's like a—he's weak, and you think he needs others to do his fighting, but you later find out that that's not the case, and that he is quite capable if needed. And whilst he can be quite mean to Majima in a way. He's also helping him out of his his rut, I guess. In some bits. Sorry, we're gonna... I
0: I was gonna say, this game is huge on Tough Love.
3: (laughs) (laughs) It really is.
1: The, the other Sagawa thing that I remember is he meets Shimano, the clan leader guy yeah. later on, I don't know what clan, I couldn't remember well, all the clan names I'll, I'll but he's later. like, hey bro how you doing bro, hey bro and Shimano's like, yo, how you doing bro hey bro, and I was just like, what am I watching? what's <laughs> happened? <laughs> bro, that, like almost constantly, I don't know if that was just something in the translation that went wrong I actually I want to talk <laughs> about the
0: translation <laughs> in a little bit, but um Okay. And that's one complaint I have against the story is, unless you're paying really close attention and taking notes, like most of us were, uh-huh. the difference between the clans, like I don't know what the Uma, the Uwa Alliance, oh, Omi Alliance. And, and the Dojima uh-huh. Clan, is, yeah, it's uh-huh. it it's really confusing. So if you are going to play, mm-hmm. you really want to follow the story, especially going on to other Yakuza games. Mm-hmm. Definitely take notes of like who works for what family and they're yeah. a retainer <laughs> of this clan. Yeah. Oof.
1: Do you know what would have fixed that? And it's not it's not anything that... I think that, you know, like, GTA comes with a map. The Yakuza physical oh, release should have come with a family tree <laughs> of who fits in <laughs> where. That would have sorted up of that. That, that was of the other what? games
2: in the series as well, oddly enough. Because, I mean, it, for this one, I was yeah. getting new things introduced to me, like the, the Tachibana real estate group and things. Oh, like. yeah, Tachibana. There's oh. a
0: guy we should talk about. Mm. Tachibana. Um... Yeah, so so Kiro gets kicked out of the yeah, the yeah. gets kicked out of the family. Uh they they're not saying you, we know you did the murder. They're not really saying you we know you didn't do the murder. They're just kind of like we can't deal with this right now, so go, you're out of here. And he ends up getting contacted by a guy who's buying up a lot of the real estate in Camarocho and it's the Tachibana real estate. And when you meet this guy, did everybody hate him right off the bat? It's like I don't like this guy.
1: Oh no, I quite liked him. Really, quite liked him. I thought he was a
0: slimy son of a bitch.
1: No, no, I, I got the opposite. I got a kind of cool businessman type thing. When he did that power play of the switching the lights off and on, (laughs) I thought that was really, really cool.
2: And as usual, he's a character of a very deep and dark history. Uh, A lot of red hair parents as well. uh, Oh, the bat tattoo? Yeah, I don't want to jump into that just yet, but I've I've mentioned it already.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm sorry if this is jumping all over the place, but you know, it's it's just kind of like having a conversation with your friends who are in different continents. That's all. Um, so off of the story, just for a second, guys. The, the way the Yakuza games mainly add depth to things. It's not in leveling up. It's not in getting equipment. It's not in what most RPGs do. A lot of it is in the mini games. Now there is everything from pocket racer to betting on cat fights to playing darts or billiards or mahjong or bowling. There's a bunch of stuff you can do. Uh, batting cages being one of my favorites. What did you guys think? Yep. Uh, was there one that you guys wasted time on?
1: Uh, the Baton Cages for me, oddly enough. It, I'd spent quite a significant amount of time on Baton Cages. I didn't I didn't take to... I know you like the Pocket Racer. I didn't take to that. Oh, Pocket Racer reason. was good. Yeah. Um, and I, I kind of glanced over most of it. I think I had a shot of most of them, but I didn't really want to spend time on them because I'd thought, I'm not platinum in this. Um, <laughs> by that point, <laughs> We went I'd back given and up. forth, me and Craig did, on, yeah, yeah let's platinum it. Nah, it's going to take too
0: much time, but not, we should platinum it. Um yeah, it's, And of course the series mainstay the karaoke is is excellent in this game. Karaoke.
1: Oh and see when it cuts when they're singing together and it cut the backdrop cuts and they've got back in <laughs> singers and a band.
0: And it's
1: just it's magical. It's absolutely magical. Now,
0: now, Mike, I'm sure, I think I think you noticed this. So there's always one karaoke song in every Yakuza game where it seems like from one to the next, they see who can sing it the worst and the most obnoxious. And I forget the name of it. It's not three times love, uh, but it's in every Yakuza game, and every time they read it, they just go crazy with it. I can't like, it's the one where. Uh,
2: Let's call it Power, but you know the song Power talking Bang about. Bang.
0: Yeah, yeah, Power Bang Bang. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's yeah, title. You play it as... Machima, and he's mm. just screaming and laughing and yelling to the whole song. I'm like, Man, they really topped themselves on this one.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, it's but yeah,
0: uh, the the karaoke and the dancing was something I spent way too much time mm. on. Like I three starred every difficulty of every song in both of those, just because that was a
2: lot of fun. Isn't it wrong that they they have such a such a a, a wit for stuff to do? yet they also get depth to them all. That's that's always completely boggled my mind. You know, like, I found out I was getting low scores in the dancing because I wasn't, like, just moving around like a madman between the steps just to get those, yeah. those extra chains built up. Yeah. Um, but it goes down to everything. You can choose, like, bold. Oddly enough, in, in this one, I I always come for the arcade. I think everyone since uh, Shenmue's come for the arcade. And I went in for the yeah. arcade. I played all the... Uh, played three of the arcade games i I didn't unlock last one oddly enough uh fancy zone but i did um i did That's end cool. up going off bowling for a stupid amount of time and the <laughs> amount of options you've got there you know how many frames do you want to play what weight ball are you going to use then it's down to can you get the can you do the turkey and, and unlock the secret friendship quest and things and no i didn't but <laughs> I, I had a very good i had a very good attempt at doing so yeah
0: um uh, I I bought things like uh Pure Chess and Pure Pool on PS4. And you know the pool, the billiards I guess for you guys inside of Yakuza is almost as good as the full-fledged billiards game that they sold on PS4. It it is wow. very deep and one thing that I I always liked about Yakuza is it does it refuses to be anything but Japanese and just the fact that it includes things like shogi and the real mahjong very cool i really like that how they it it's almost like a cultural ambassador of like no this is this is what we do and i spent a lot of time tra- trying to learn how to play shogi i think i can play it now but i'm not too sure did did you guys take any time to try to learn the games that you might not have known how to play
2: no shogi was horrible i hate shogi I absolutely hated watching him laugh at me at how bad I was and then attempting again in vain just to know that one single bad move is all it takes to lose it all. Yeah.
0: Uh, In case you don't know, Shogi is a lot like chess, except with the added wrinkle of any pieces that you take from your opponent, you can use on your side. So it's a little bit deeper than chess. But yeah, it, it's very good. If you ever get a chance, try to learn to play shogi. It's a lot of fun. Mahjong, I can't do. I have tried dozens of times. Read the rules. Can't do it.
1: And we're not talking the mahjong where you we're take the matching Shanghai, tiles yeah. off the pile. <laughs> yeah.
3: Uh, I I didn't. I think I decided before I started this game that I wasn't going to do anything outside the main story, uh, but later on in the game, Majima and Kiru unlock their own businesses so in the case of kiru he becomes a real estate uh, agent and majima runs a cabaret club and yeah majima's club game uh mini game just took me over i must have plowed like five to ten hours into that <laughs> easy um it's <laughs> great it's just it, it, i don't know what you'd what you'd compare it to but basically you um- got-
0: there's there's a a, the series of games the dash games like kitchen dash diner dash baby dash okay
3: yeah i guess yeah yeah i can see those yeah yeah um so basically like customers come in and you have to match them to girls that you've hired and keep them happy and try and get them to spend money and then you can boost sales and stuff and you get like two minute games of it but i find that really really interesting and I put so much time into it, and I thought, no, I have to finish this game, otherwise I'll just get caught up in all the side stuff. So I pushed on it. Did you guys enjoy the the business side of it? Oh, I loved yeah. it. The biz- I
0: spent way too much time with cuters and Majimus.
3: I've not
1: played a lot of Japanese RPGs, but does every one of them have to include fishing? Because yes, just
0: every I can't, single I can't,
1: one. I've, does everyone have fishing, even if it's there's no water, you somehow find a pond it's or a sand puddle sand to fishing. fish in? <laughs> Oh, honestly, it's fashion.
2: If I was sat at a table and I had an emergency, what hand signal would I give to replace an ashtray? <laughs> First of all, because I think I've memorized oh, never- right, quite a lot of those. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, the yep.
3: it's the tipping circle. Yeah.
2: Oh, but yeah, that, that, that That's the one. Then there's, you know, hostess drink, hostess
0: drink. <laughs> yes, that, that's another part. Uh, see, yeah. that's, that's what Mike was talking about. The... Uh, hostess game in this is way more in depth than any of those dash games Mm. like the games that all they do is this aren't near as deep and interesting as a simple mini game yeah I, i i wonder oh god
3: uh well i mean i think the main story in this game would take 30 to 40 hours to complete but i think if you wanted to just do all the side quests and maybe get the platinum trophy you're probably looking at 80 to 100 hours easy and that just shows how much extra content is in this game because you've pretty much got to do every single one of the like the mini games and the businesses to full completion to, to get that platinum trophy so that's a, that's insane but none of it's a chore I don't think I think yeah it's
0: you, not really painful yeah like personally I you know I, I think it'd be a great idea if Sega just put you know like yakuza bowling and put it up on the psn store for ten dollars i mean these games are that deep i think it worked great now um so gentlemen another big part of rpgs is side quests Uh, yakuza doesn't necessarily have like quest givers and then you do a quest and then you take it in a lot of this revolves around your relationships with certain npcs there is a because it is a japanese game there are there is a relationship meter because everything needs a number and as you raise this meter by doing simple things, even just like talking to somebody every day, uh, you will get what they call sub-stories. And these sub-stories can range anything from somebody stole some little kid's Dragon Quest pre-order. Go help him oh, yeah. get it back. Yeah. That was good. Which I thought was great. <laughs> to, um, uh, what, what's one of the more out... Oh, oh um, you know, bowling three turkeys in a row so Kiru gets an actual
1: chicken oh, and never, then he becomes a oh, business manager for you i wish i'd seen that yeah <laughs> okay i've got metal metal gear yakuza buying <laughs> some palm that. from <laughs> a machine it's fantastic you've just got to sneak set around some really prude old ladies going oh, oh. i know where he's he's going up uh, that yeah. alley to buy
3: some pornography that, oh and to, to buy it for a <laughs> kid as well a <laughs> bonus yeah uh, Oh, no. <laughs> i think no. one of my favorite ones was the uh like the stone statue actor on the bridge where he's he needs uh. oh yeah <laughs> he's got all these people watching him but he doesn't want to break this kid's dream of being of what the statue is so uh majima has to do crazy things behind him like sing and dance and yeah it's it's hilarious and this
2: this is Max, all mixed there was one i didn't know about Oh, sorry, sorry. This this, this is all mixed no. in for the obvious one of of Mister Erection walking around quite obviously. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Mister
0: Libido. <Yeah. laughs> <Mr>. Libido, sir.
1: <laughs> Mister Libido, does he not change yeah. names yeah. the more you get to know yeah. him?
0: Oh, does he? I, I didn't I didn't collect yeah. all the cards.
3: The first time you meet him, though, I, geez, I like cool. imagine goes to rival club to scope out what's going on there, and there's just this guy dancing in his pants in the background. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh um so yes that is something i guess none of us have mentioned is this game does a great tight rope walking kind of thing of keeping things very serious but also pretty funny sometimes
3: yeah
0: oh yeah like the main story never gets silly and the side quests never get too serious
1: yeah like i mean even
0: the pocket racer one is a little serious but and unlike some RPGs, there is an actual good reward for completing these. Like, like there's a girl who's selling used panties to yeah. a bunch of people. <laughs> you convince her to stop it. Um, I <laughs> uh-huh. guess. I guess that that might be a thing. I don't know. I don't know if it's, if it's being outlandish or that might be a thing. I'm not sure.
1: Mm.
0: But uh, if, it's if, a thing. If, if you what are they called, Buddhistara or something like that? I can't remember the name they used. But. So if you complete that and you convince her to stop doing it, she then becomes a business manager for you. So there's a, a tangible yeah. reward. It's not just, eh, let's see this silly story. So the incentive to do all these side quests is rather large because, oh, I can always use another hostess or I can always use another manager. Um, Did
1: anyone meet the guy with the stajan at one side of the bridge? So there's a thing, a stajan, which is actually a university, an American oh, yes! university varsity jacket. Yeah. And you've got to oh, escort him across oh, yeah. the bridge. Because he's like, every time I try and walk across the bridge, these guys beat me up. <laughs> and he just wants to strut across the bridge.
3: Or as soon you as you leave him he gets him battered out. up again. Yeah. And there's, <laughs> yeah. there's another guy
2: who goes around taking people's trousers. Who, who actually uh, nice. like <laughs> a, he's a Yakuza 2 character, I, I think, if I remember right. He's actually because they Talking actually, Talking about it, someone think that's going it.
3: around. We should talk about Mr. Shakedown.
0: Oh. Oh, good old oh, Mr. Sh- Shakedown. I, I love Mr. Shakedown. Every mm. time I see him, it's alright, let's do this.
2: <laughs> yeah, he, mm. I, I I
1: didn't I, I didn't beat him. No.
0: Really? Not once? Yeah. I
1: didn't I actually didn't even try and be, I always ran away from him. So, oh
3: you little girl. A,
1: Mr. Shakedown. He said
3: nine of him he's like 17 feet tall (laughs) he's a beast (laughs) mr shakedown he he walks around the the two cities and he'll have like a number above his head and basically if he sees you he'll he'll beeline for you and if you get into a fight with him you can either win the money that he's got above his head but if he beats you he'll take all your money so you meet him quite early on and it's kind of recommended you run away from him uh and i saw i saw mike had got the trophy for beating him so i was like i've got to get that trophy and it, 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 took, me oh, about, yeah. it took me about 45 minutes but i finally got yeah. the guy and uh won his money but yeah uh he can be a it's bit always beast. enough money
0: to be tempting too yeah it's always like oh oh he's got like sixteen million. Ooh, that
2: might be worth it
3: but oh, it was great when, he, um, so when come on, he beats let's you it's,
2: God, his real name is when mr he, easy money
3: Mr. Easy Money, oh geez. Yeah, we, yeah
2: good point.
3: Yeah, when, when you beat him, he's like, well, you know, normally I don't fight to my full strength because i just kill you. So next time I'm going to batter you, and I'm like, nah, mate, you messed me up. I'm not, yeah. I'm not coming after you again. And
0: if you beat him, he's like, okay, I got to go in the mountains and train with bears. And then he goes <laughs> to an island to be by himself. It's pretty good. Um. So while we're talking about combat, guys, how fun was the combat? Personally... I believe there's nothing better in this world than Rush style. Rush style is, hands down, the best fighting style in the game.
1: I, I like Rush. I think we had a conversation about this, and I like Rush for single bosses. Or I couldn't do groups with Rush because you've got beast mode and you can just pick up everything and whack people with motorcycles and stuff. So <laughs> I kind of chopped and changed. Combat's complete. It's flawless. It's absolutely flawless. I didn't like... Majima's crazy dancing. Oh, Breaker? Ah, uh, oh, no, Breaker like, was great. Yeah. yeah, that was my favourite style. Nah, Breaker was the best. Wasn't a fan. But it reminded me of that guy from Street Fighter or whatever. <laughs> Eddie just could just spam. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Flinging your legs about the place. DJ. Um, I, I, Slugger was just the bomb. I liked Slugger and I liked Rush. They were my two favourites. Lush. I didn't on the money front as well. Just to tie that in, I finished the game and I was worth um, seventeen ninety-seven key grand pianos. I didn't spend <laughs> a penny in the game, and other than upgrading health and a couple of moves, I didn't unlock any moves that involved more than a couple of buttons because I knew I wouldn't remember the combos or anything. So I left. I finished the game with a buttload of money.
0: Ah, oh, you should have um, you should have done the business side. We unlocked uh, everybody has three fighting styles, both Majima and Kido. And if you do the business side of things, I believe it's the same for Majima. I can't remember, but if you max out their business, you get a fourth style, and you just clean house with that sucker. I believe it's uh, the Dragon of Dojima. I but, would yeah. say
3: that one of the, my least favorite parts of the game is the uh, the the up the buying of skills. I just. It, it, I never seemed to have enough money um, because it seemed like later on in the game you'd have enough, but at the times you needed it, it you didn't have enough to buy the skills. It wasn't very clear what each skill did, and there were so many options to buy that it just seemed a little bit overwhelming. So, I don't know, that's maybe one of my cons. But uh, I I put all my money into the, the breaker style for Majima because you could just take out everything, and like, <laughs> yeah, just dance around it, just
0: clean house. Yeah, um, so what, uh, I do like how they gave you the new moves. There are, there's a trainer for each fighting style. Uh, I think the rush guy was pretty cool. I like that. Uh, the guy who's just evading everything, but uh, the chick for beast mode, this is pretty cool too. I, I liked going to each individual trainer and seeing their little storylines, that was very cool. I didn't go to any of them. Oh. Craig, your disappointment. Your mother I hates know. you now.
1: I know. Sorry, mom.
0: <laughs> so, gentlemen, uh, give me one thing about this game that blew you away. Whether it be something story-related, something gameplay-related, what's one thing you can point out and say, this is fantastic?
3: I'll go first. Um, so, there's a bit in the game where uh, Majima is sent to kill uh, Makoto, who's blind, but he decides to save her he escorts her through the city through like you know the city's being searched by yakuza he he finds a safe house for her and then he he gets out of her eventually through a third party why she's got this emotional trauma and you find out that um she was captured by a gang that sexually abused her for weeks if not months by the sounds of it and all she can remember the last thing seeing is a a man with a bat tattoo uh, later on in the game you see Tachibana uh, he has his shirt taken off after a fight and you see the bat tattoo on his arm and then it cuts to the next chapter and I was just like holy shit this is amazing <laughs> like that I never saw this coming you've got Tachibana who's one of my favorite characters in the game and you think he's like a a role model he's trying to he almost seems like he's trying to stop the yakuza from from owning the city and you know Degrading it, and then he's spun out of this limelight into this. You know, why, how did this happen? How's he become from where he is now to what he was then? And you just jump to all these conclusions, and it switches chapters. You're like, no, stop doing this, and then it
0: pulls the rug out from under you. And everything you had thought about Tachibana is like, ah, oh, yeah, yeah,
3: oh,
2: good, oh, good.
3: That was one of my favorite moments.
2: So, so the one bit that just stuck out to me, initially, at least, was um, that I thought this was going to be Sega's attempt at a revival of Virtua Cop with the uh, the shooting section from the car, which was quite quite a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I, I think, well, if you look at Yakuza 5, you had a lot of, uh, like, taxi driving and stuff, and you thought, you know, it was amazing. You had a taxi mini game where you could unlock the Daytona soundtrack along with all sorts of weird decals and stuff, and uh, but but you know that that isn't the thing that caught me about this game. on On a more serious note, it's it's about uh, Tachibana himself again. Um, in that, in this game, they have a bit more sort of like a a Chinese influence on the story. You hear about how there was a, originally a third third gang which were quite prominent back in the day in in Kamuroko and stuff, and, and it's just strange because I I watch it. I don't know if I should admit this, but Me and my fiance, we watch we watch a program sometimes called Terrace House. It's about Japanese people living in a house. It's Big Brother Japanese, pretty much. But they have an absolute fixation on saying to people, "Oh, are you half? Oh, are you uh, half Saudi, half Japanese, half American, half Japanese, half British, half Japanese?" They absolutely they. That's the only thing they pretty much discuss on this program, which is really odd. So it's nice to see a character who initially I thought was Japanese in it turns out to actually be from a you know, like a Chinese bloodline. And it's little, sort of, you know, they they show a bit more diversity because I mean, if you look at it on on the face of it, if you look at the producer of all the uh, Yakuza games, uh, Toshirô Nagoshi, he's like a you know he's a he's a weird guy who back in the back in the eighties worked at Sega and stuff like Sega Rally, uh, look look like you know just a. General programmer or whatever, and you look at him today, and he's a he's a tanned, tattooed, funny-looking fella <laughs> who obviously he's let he's, he's let the accuser go to his head, but um, but you know at, at the heart of it, they, these are pretty sincere people who, who you know maybe they don't look like they've got a good grasp on reality, but they they hit the nail where where it counts, and um, and this game did perfectly with that. I thought it's quite uh, quite emotional, but yeah. Yeah.
0: It got, it got the frog in the throat a couple times. Craig, what about you?
1: Right the way through this, you know, the story's fantastic and everyone's fantastic, but what took the game from being an amazing game to, like, solidifying its place in my brain as being phenomenal was the end sequence and there's two things in that that happens. And one of them's, they've both went through this kind of life-changing series of events throughout the game and then at the end they both change suit and they're in black and white and everything's black and white in the game and then things aren't quite black and white and all of a sudden you realize they've changed out of their black and white suits and they're now in two completely and utterly different suits and I thought that's quite it's quite symbolic it's quite deep unless I read it completely wrong I just thought that and it wasn't that's the way I took it and I was like wow because nothing in life is black and white and then right at the very 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 end majima sees makoto in the street oh that was and heartbreaking she's, she's got her sight back and you could tell he had like a deep emotional connection with her but he couldn't he had he had to separate himself from her world and her from his world And he coaxes her piano tutor or karate tutor or whatever into asking her out on a date. And he doesn't reveal who he is. He doesn't say who he is. I think one of the thugs says, do you know who this is? This is Matt. And he punches him in the face so that he doesn't get his identity revealed. And then it's just that longing look he gives her at the end. And I was just like,
0: oh, my God, that was amazing. (laughs) <laughs> and then it's like the
1: end game. And well, that was. Oh no, don't, f- don't forget thought, the
0: Q-chan! <laughs> like,
1: chan yeah. I didn't know how to take that because I'd never played another game. I didn't know, is it over the oh, top? Is it a joke? You'll see it? very
2: soon once the, once the first yes, game's right. remastered.
1: So that's, um, that, that was me. It was that end sequence. It was the kind of. that was really, really kind of deep for me and it just, it just sold the whole... The rest of the game was solid, but that nailed it right in my heart.
0: Uh, for myself, it, it's actually kind of early in the game. And again, this was that spot where it just... Yes, this is going to be great. I, I think I mentioned it before. It was that scene between Majima and Lee when Lee comes back into the, the acupuncturist office, and there's just that standoff, and they're oh, circling yeah. each other. Oh, that was yeah. so good. You've got, to, um,
3: you've got to give a bit more depth to that, Dave. Explain it a bit better for anybody that's not.
0: Okay, so so when Majima shows up to kill Makoto, he ends up not wanting to go through with it, and he gets a massage because, well, she's a massage therapist. And halfway through, the guy who owns the place, the doctor, uh, Mr. Godhands, comes back and, you know, Majima and Lee end up standing off, looking at each other, and... Makoto's blind, so she can't see what's going on, but one person has <laughs> uh, acupuncturist needles yeah. and the other person's got a knife. Oh, it's amazing, they're, yeah. <laughs> they're trying to keep the conversation civil because Makoto is still there, but they're making all these very aggressive moves towards each other, trying to feel each other out for weaknesses. And it, it is is—it is just absolutely fantastic. Um, one thing I did want to mention was, i I got to give credit to the YouTube show, Extra Credits for this, because they pointed it out and it struck me hey that's that, that's right the yakuza is one of the few games that doesn't spend all the money and the fancy cgi on fight scenes or action scenes most of the best looking cgi in this game is just conversations they let they let you do almost all of the action scenes for yourself but then when it comes time to have a very dramatic cutscene it's always that nice cgi and I kind of like that because I, I, I've i said it before, but I miss when CGI cutscenes were a reward for doing something, for hitting a certain point in the game or doing something. I miss that. And this hits it perfectly because you're not going, oh, man, I wish I could do that in the cutscene. You don't care. You're sitting down and having tea and probably trying to stab somebody. So to wrap it up, gentlemen, for me, this game supplanted Sleeping Dogs as the best game I've played this year so far. This might be the best game I've played in the last couple of years. What about you guys? Final verdicts?
2: At this stage, <laughs> Yakuza has been quite a long-running thing for me. I mean, it's it's not actually that long as a running series, in, in all honesty, but coming into this one, I didn't expect too much, because it felt like after three, which was really good, four and five sort of seemed to gel together into the same thing. Both really long, but uh, they, they had their moments. They had their moments, but this one, it seemed like they did finally sort of changed the formula around a bit, and it got me really invested in it again. I mean, as a game that seems to be sold by, by the media as a whole as, as something to hook new players in, as a long-time follower of this series, it felt like a really, really solid entry. You know, I can't fault it. It does everything that Yakuza's done before and more. And, uh, yeah, all I can say is that it's well-recommended. Um, is it my favourite game of the year? Not just yet. You know, this is a very competitive year, so i'll I'll, I'll be discussing it at the end of the year, obviously. Before that, it. it is it is a very
3: competitive year. Yeah, definitely. I came into this game thinking it was going to be quite a heavy combat sort of thing, but it was more story, and that really really surprised me in a good way. Uh, there was bits of it I thought were a little bit dragged out, but that's maybe just Japanese games in general. The ending made up for it in a hundred times over, and. I think I'm hooked. If this is an introduction to the series, I really can't wait to play the rest of the games.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm in a very, very similar vein. It's for being the first Yakuza game I've ever played and having to learn how to pronounce Yakuza <laughs> instead of <laughs> Yakuza. Yakuza. And and being shouted at by Dave quite a lot about that. It's been it's been amazing. This as the guys have said you've said it's a really competitive year and some of the best games I've ever played. I've played in the past three or four months, and it's right up there. And it will. It'll be at, at the end of the year. We'll discuss it again and we'll relive this. It's it's fantastic. I couldn't I couldn't believe how good it wasn't. It's, it's that thriller, stro- story drivenness to it that you just it keeps you going it keeps you going back for more and it's what 50 hours of story and some side quests it was just it was right on the money for me i needed it in my life at that point and i've pre-ordered kuwami and i will totally just, just go through all the yakuza games now
0: lovely. <laughs> all right gentlemen before we bring this to a close two orders of business we have to take care of number one is dave's bonus question of the podcast and no, only one word, no qualifiers. You're on a desert island. You have two games in your collection. You have to throw one overboard. Is it Yakuza Zero or Red Dead Redemption?
1: Red God. Dead Redemption. <laughs> you have got to throw one overboard. Yeah. Why because- do you have to throw one overboard?
0: Because there's a man with a gun pointed at your head saying, "Choose one."
1: Oh. I'll throw
2: Red, Red Red Dead Redemption doesn't have a premium mode, so I think I'll be all right. A good point. Right, Does so this can-
1: include um, the undead? DLC. Yes, yes, I'll it say, includes
0: that
3: okay. DLC. <sighs> oh, Bloomin' heck. Bloom heck. Bloom heck. I'm gonna say Yak is a. gonna have to go. Sorry.
0: Ah, get off the
3: podcast. <laughs> I'm off the ship too. Uh,
0: <laughs> oh well, in that case, I'll be throwing red <laughs> for both. Um No,
1: I'd take, I'd take a bullet to the head.
0: <laughs> you, you love your babies equally. I
1: would. I would just take. I'd take the bullet.
0: All right, so we have one Red Dead, one Yakuza, and one Dead Craig. Um, <laughs> I would have to say Red Dead goes overboard. I think story-wise, I think Yakuza beats Red Dead. Now... Oh, um, you see,
1: just story-wise, yeah, Yakuza no, no, tries no, no. I'll give Dead. you that one. Yeah. I'm,
0: I'm talking, I'm talking just, just in what I would like to play again. That's all. Okay. And I really enjoyed Yakuza. Anyway, so welcome to this new yet-to-be-named series that we're calling The Game You Just Heard <laughs> Was The Game we We're Talking About. <laughs> mm-hmm so we all took a vote we all brought two candidates to the table and we all decided to vote on what one we're going to do next now these aren't going to be a regular thing these are just kind of an erratic whenever we all happen to play the same game and then when we all finish it so it's not necessarily a regular feature it's kind of a bonus but anyway luke your game one introduce it dog uh
3: it's super mario galaxy on the Uh, no it's it's it's, it's not it's the uh, it's the game Darksiders that originally launched on the PlayStation 3 and the Xbox 360 but is now being remastered I think it's called the War Mastered Edition on the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One so I can't wait I'm already halfway through where are you guys
0: (laughs) so it's it's fairly cheap so if you want to play along that's excellent you'll actually understand what we're battling on about But I guess we will see you next time in the War Mastered Edition. Gentlemen, say good night. Good
1: night. Well, we
0: can't
2: watch some of the. And (laughs) the (laughs) mom. i gran...